Welcome to Road Sodas Raw. <laughs> oh, we're doing this both from not our common locations. Hold on, Road Sodians. Road Sodians? Road Soda Drinkers? Road Sodans. <laughs> so damn. Not only that, I think we're dealing with a tremendous lag. Yeah, there we go. And Lag it up. Yeah, we've got a humongous lag. <laughs> And uh, this is going to come out in 36 hours, so it's going to be extremely lightly edited, so we're going to see what happens Good here. luck, editing team. I wish you the best. Yeah, that, that, like, actually, based on, I mean, we're talking multi-seconds lag here, I can tell, so uh, I think there will be some editing tonight, and that's just fine, because we're coming. I'm coming at you live from room 403 of the Hotel Revival in Baltimore. And we are at the tail end of a four-day bender. And let me tell you, a night of just calmly editing sounds great. Nice. Nice. Classic, dude. I did one of them benders uh, about a week ago. Excellent. Yeah. You've got a, you've got a bachelor story. And <laughs> I've got, got a lot of Washington, D.C. times. And uh, I know we, we, we briefly got to comment. I would say I was profoundly hungover when I texted you a couple of days ago. The word profound definitely comes to mind. I don't think I was as hungover, but still pretty hungover from a work function. Because <laughs> those, those are starting to happen again. Yeah, I was wondering why you were midweek feeling the same pain as me. I was proud of you. But I was like, there's got to be something that happened. I mean, there's only a couple of guys from uh, from our office that listen to this, and they all know uh, me pretty pretty personally well. But yeah, like, just just very, very hungover from uh, the, the night that we had on Thursday. Excellent. But uh, let's get into it. Tell me, about your, tell me about your travels. What have you been up to? Um, so, actually, you know what? I've... I mentioned in in a previous episode that like you know we might be skirting actually regulations, but honestly, I was well within the regulations for basically every state that we went through because I had received a, a PCR test, uh, negative test uh, before I traveled, so completely fine. Um, however, it was for a bachelor party, so there was not not that much, uh, you know, like quarantining myself once we got to places. <laughs> <laughs> yep but i mean that'll happen look coming from boston we went uh like a bunch of states south so guess what they didn't give a fuck at all for how <laughs> drunk and stoned i was the entire weekend they they were just like yeah I don't, I don't give a shit we got over the spanish flu i don't give a fuck <laughs> We nipped that back in fuck it, fucking 19, motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. Any highlights? Uh, there was a boat. Uh, there was, I mean, you know, I, there's a couple of quotes that stick out in my mind. Like, this couch fucks. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and the ever-present buzz of the text messages. Um, this couch fucks. There's some... You know, kind of on the on the line, maybe maybe a little off color humor, uh, but definitely like just just one of the brewier times I've had in a long long time. Well, one of the brewier times I've had in a long time without you, I'd say. Oh, hell yeah, that's great, man. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was like 15 hours in a car one way, and the the two other people in the car are also fans of podcasts. So guess what? Like, you know, I got to I got to hear some of our colleagues, and uh, they do it really well. They're, I mean, some of their editing is kind of shitty, and and like definitely it's not for everybody, uh, especially like the the Shane Gillis Matt McCusker podcast that we listen to. They just say things that. You know, they aren't for everybody. That's why SNL canceled them. Yep. That is true. Yep. But, I mean, it seems like every episode they come up with a racier joke and are just like, why couldn't we have been canceled for that? Like, it's like, that was so much funnier than the thing we actually got canceled <laughs> yeah. for. Well, hell yeah, man. How was the weather? Uh, honestly, I brought her... This this seems to be a tradition of mine when going on long trips, especially driving. Uh, I just brought the weather fucking with me. Like, went from, like, 40s and cold yeah. and windy in Boston to 40s and cold and windy in a state that's south of North Carolina. Wink! <laughs> Wink! Uh, yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> It, it it ended up warming up towards the end of the, the four-day excursion, but still, like, those first couple of days, it was just like, well, we really didn't need to go anywhere. Like, if, if we came down here for weather, like, we should have just fucking stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, you know, yep. I I uh, I didn't golf, and I think uh, some people golf twice, so, like, that's like, <laughs> you know, I dodged some bullets. Some serious bullets. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. Hell yeah. Look, we're not the most uncoordinated guys out there, but uh, these games of skill, not for us. Also, a game where you go in with presumably no stretching and just fucking wrench your back as, as hard as you can like 90 degrees to the side with just the weight of a, like the momentum of a club behind it. And you just do that every like 20 minutes once just seems like a really good way to ruin your back's weekend. Well, I was thinking about this and, um, you know, I used to play wiffle ball in, in high school gym class with one hand. Like, why can't you golf with one hand? I mean, I feel like I've seen that. I feel like, the reason but that's I that's some happy Gilmore yeah, shit. I feel like the reason me asking that question is the reason like I was not invited to the golf alley. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Well hell yeah, man. But uh yeah, Reagan and I also are currently traveling. We uh landed in DC on Wednesday. And we both, what, what happened was we both got vaccinated. That fucking, I, we, they stabbed us up. And that's why I'm so surprised to have to, we had these technical difficulties in the hotel. Um, I was surprised by that because I'm using Windows 10, which I suddenly have a surge to promote constantly, which I hear that's a side effect that can happen from the vaccine is lots of excitement about the new updates with Microsoft Edge. Nice. Yeah. And you're, you're big on like dimming the sun and compostable toilets and shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever Bill Gates supports, I'm into apparently. <laughs> yeah. Let's blot out the sun. Smart move, dude. Sounds solid. He's another one of our colleagues. I think, I think he has a podcast and I'd like to welcome him to the fold. I expect him to pay his dues, work his way up. Uh, 
probably a long time before you as many listeners as we have, but, you know, don't give up, Bill. You'll get there one day. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yes, we're back to uh, surprise my family because they don't know I got vaccinated. So I'm going to head up there uh, the day this comes out. So uh, there's like a one-hour window. No, that's not true. I'm, I'll probably delay the release of this so that nobody can fucking text my mom real quick and say, hey, Ben's in town. That's the plan. We're just going to show up at my mom's house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, you really got to worry about my fucking dad for that one. Honestly, I mean, your dad, your dad's a wild and crazy guy. He's a bean spiller, man. He's a wild card. (laughs) Uh, One story about my dad spilling the beans on something is, uh, we went to a a Padres game after, after the Shaw Olympics, after, after our family reunion. And like, I was trying to just go with like my dad and maybe my brother First, first bean spill is like my dad tells his brothers because I guess he's closer with them than he is with me or something, and so it turns into like a nine-person fucking excursion. And like, guess what? I'm I'm automatically the alpha leader. Great, I bought all the tickets. I got to transfer. Make sure everybody has their fucking tickets. That's annoying in and of itself. So I'm still trying to just kind of be like mildly hung over at a baseball game we were on the first base side it was it was cool i got some peanuts uh, you know i love i love peanuts and pretzels like that that's what i get at a ballpark and uh my brother's girlfriend asked for a peanut and i had dropped one on the ground or no no i had dropped one on the ground and and uh we offered it over there and she popped the whole thing with the shell into her mouth and like me and my dad get yeah like jaws on the fucking floor like look at each other and i was like dad i'm taking this to the grave like like i i you know like nudged him like whispered like this this one dies with me he couldn't last a fucking inning like holy shit he caved he caved and then she like left to like go to the smoking section did not come back the entire game i i hope she wasn't pissed but like yeah I know they did. They don't date anymore. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're you're back in the homeland, man. When you texted me on Thursday and was like, "I just got into BWI," I figured you were in Maryland for something fun. Yeah, I didn't realize it was. Hey, I got a shot. <laughs> hey, I can come visit, but uh... yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd never been to D.C. really as an adult. I mean, like, you and I went a couple times when I was visiting you in college, but, like, I was, you know, still college age then. But we got in, and Reagan's got some friends in town, so we stayed at their place, you know, safely, obviously. And we just partied extremely hard for the whole time until uh, last, actually, we can say this morning at about 4 a.m. was when we called it and uh nicely done and this is all dc partying all dc partying we really got after it we actually ended up going to i don't want to call it a house party because we were in their backyard house party makes it sound full house party but their neighbors that we we'd seen at an outdoor bar thing were like hey want to come back to our place afterwards because the bars close early because of covid and so (laughs) there's this one guy who was just fucking hammered drunk like he showed up to the bar normal like a sober gentleman and after a couple hours was just completely gone like i don't know i i I didn't see him take any shots but he was just 
couldn't retain any of the information but continued to ask the same questions over and over again it was just like he had like a a like a invisible iv drip of whiskey <laughs> behind him or something yes yes and so we went back to his his roommates and we're like hey like we're the we're your friend's neighbors we have a backyard you can come over so we but we had to walk through their house to to, to get to it obviously and so immediately upon us walking in this this drunk guy trips falls and hits the center slightly off center of his forehead on the corner of the coffee table doesn't try to catch himself at all just falls face first on the edge of the coffee table wow. just and then just no one says a word no one checks if he's all right he just gets up which makes me think this probably happens frequently <laughs> and he's just like all right man and then we got beers and we'll just be out there playing darts and so, I mean, he, like, cut his, like, fucking eyelid, like, a bit. His whole face was fucking swollen. And I was just, I don't know. I, I hadn't been. I was about been to a- say, like, not trying to stop going, like, face first into the corner of a coffee table. You're going to see blood. Like, I've seen this one before. Yeah. I, I hadn't been around a drunk stranger in a very long time, obviously, because of COVID. And it was it was fun. It was just nice to to see that. I think he was fine. He did have another scar on his forehead. That he was telling me and another guy about uh, later in the evening because he tried to uh, not pay a cab fare. So he got out and ran and tripped and fell and busted his shit open on a curb in Fort Lauderdale. So the guy, I mean, the dude is a champion. He was like, that was two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give him chief of the week. Fucking happens all the time to me. (laughs) All right. Stamp that. Chief of the week. Done. Chief of the week. box. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, how how but is yeah. mayhem? I haven't seen a whole. I mean, I only saw a little bit of mayhem <laughs> on uh, on Thursday, and and at the bachelor party. But like, how's how's your mayhem? Like mixing it up with the randoms. Well, so the day of that was the same day that I that morning I had been profoundly hungover. So I took it real easy that day, which means I thankfully have a very good memory of all the events because I only had, you know, over the course of the entire day, I had I think two drinks. And that really allows you to keep a full inventory of all the hilarity that ensued. So uh, it, it it was great. Um, I highly recommend when you're able to safely be in like a backyard drinking situation, get out there and mix it up with some, some randos <laughs> safely. Be safe. Don't be fucking stupid. Did your wife know this guy or, no. or he was just like the friend of a friend of a friend? Yes, he was the latter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. I love those people because, yeah, sometimes they just drift in and out in that, like, fucking fog. And it's just like, am I meeting this guy on an off night? And they're like, nah, this is why we love him. (laughs) This is him. This is what we hire him to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're in Baltimore till till Tuesday. Then we, uh, I think my sister's going to pick us up. And we're just going to show up at my mom's house. Just be like, what's up? How long you staying? Till next Saturday. What? Holy shit. I didn't realize this was like a, you took off a bunch of work. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't realize you were going to be driving through no. like the week before. Honestly, no, yeah. knowing your yeah. shift schedule, you got to save a couple of days. And not only that, uh, I'm working one of the days that I'm here at a site outside of Philadelphia. You son of a bitch. How are you going to ship shit? Oh, oh, you're doing the traveling. I've got my work bag with us, so I've I've been like, you're a work bag. Part of part of what I use on a, on the preventative maintenance repair things is is this 
consumable plate that has to be used, but it has to be kept cold. So I've just been like moving it from fridge to fridge when we <laughs> like go, go. It's in the mini fridge at the hotel right now. It's just. Yeah. Now, both of us are uh, technical guys. You said consumable plate. For the listening audience out there, that's not like a gummy plate or like a plate made out of like pressed <laughs> sugar. That's that's like a sacrificial part or something that you change out during the the performance of maintenance. Yeah. But I wish they were correct. made of gummy. That'd be way better if they were. Uh, this one's oh, mostly yeah. made of glass, which is not not as fun. No. But tomorrow, I think we're no. going to hit up the aquarium. We have to buy tickets for that, but it turns out the aquarium's open. I got to say, being vaccinated feels it feels nice. Take, it takes the stress out. Oh, most of the uh, aquatic life has been vaccinated? I think so. I think they just dumped some right into the water, and it just sort of <laughs> cycles around. Nice. Yeah. Man, I hope you enjoy it. I don't know. what What have you been eating down there? Has it been like bar food, or you guys, you guys been ordering, uh, ordering some, some real, real off the wall stuff? So we've been pretty fancy, to be completely honest. Um, wow. I did have a crab cake. You are a class act, I, I must say. I mean, the unkempt beard and barely buttoned up Hawaiian shirt might not lead one to think that, but you know, I am. Yeah, I feel like people see that, though, and they're like, if this guy doesn't, you know, yell a racial epithet or take a swing at me in, like, the first five minutes, like, he's solid. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, yeah, I mean, I could, I, I, you know, I think until I open my mouth, people might not be entirely sure which way my politics lean, and then they're like, oh, I get it. I didn't realize how how conspicuous I was until hanging out with with like a group of people recently i mean like the bachelor party i was not the biggest dude and i don't even think i was the second biggest dude but at the same time i was twice as big as the smallest dude (laughs) yeah i I saw some of the videos that got posted by the the groom in question and i was just like damn james is gonna blend in here a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like on the other hand the work thing it was just like i was the biggest dude and and there was like an arm wrestling competition that got started and like I wanted none of it and and like stayed out of it for like hours. Nice. You'll love to see that. You'll love to hear that. Yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> what? <laughs> either either you die small or you you become or you live long enough to see yourself become big enough where people want to challenge you to arm wrestle. Exactly that. <sighs> I hate it. I will say that in the outdoor bars here that we went to, I got to experience one of my favorite things, which is guys telling me how tall I am because they're lying about their own heights. Bro, I'm I'm like six four, so you you got to be like six ten. Like, there's exactly. no way you're you're six four. Like, there's no fucking way. It's yeah. like, dude, believe me, I'm six four. <laughs> yeah, I I'm very accurate. <laughs> In all of my measurements, professionally and personally. Yeah, it's so much fun for a guy who's like, look, his, his top of his head is below my chin. And he's like, I'm like 6'1", so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you would buddy. have to jump to connect your forehead with my nose in order to get like a successful headbutt. Like, you are not 6'1", sir. <laughs> it's like, buddy, I don't know who you're trying to impress because in any situation, 
I'm the same amount taller than you. And it, that's not an issue. It's not, it's a, it's not an issue. Also, I'm not that tall. I'm not remarkably tall. I'm your third tallest friend at best. Like, I feel like I, I typically land in that range. Everyone knows several people taller than me. That's, that's just how it goes. I might be your biggest close friend, but everyone knows a couple of a huge randos, at least from like, you know, college or high school or something. Like, no, nah, I, I got one in my back pocket who's up in like the 6'8 range. No, like, honestly, like, I was thinking about it. Like, my group of work buds, you know, if I p- had to pick, like, top five, including myself, like, pretty solid basketball team. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, my 12 closest personal friends, like, another really solid basketball team. And then, like, my family, again, even if it was just a three-on-three game, me and my dad and my brother, solid basketball team. Absolutely. Team. Like, like that's that's just who who I kind of gather around myself is it's like basketball teams. Yeah. Hell yeah. Did you see that we got some emails, good sir? <sighs> uh people clearly have not been listening to well, at least one person clearly has not been listening to the podcast. So, I'd like to thank <laughs> I'd like to thank our dear listeners for I hopefully you guys have been recommending the podcast to people because somehow it got <laughs> it made it all the way to the Maryland State Bar Association. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave na- I'm gonna leave names out of this. But we got a very long and seemingly completely legitimate email uh, where the Maryland State Bar Association wants to reach out to get in touch with your show regarding an inquiry about a potential partnership we could foster in April and May twenty twenty one. Because I guess they have like a big multi day summit an annual meeting thing and i'm over here saying summit i'm about to get some of this dick bitch coming to me with this no that's not at all that's that's not cool but the the the, the speakers are like it's for me it goes in reverse order of how i'd promote the speakers but it's npr's nina totenberg maryland lieutenant governor boyd rutherford and former secretary of state madeline albright i feel like i'd lead with madeline albright but i'm not in marketing yeah. But I mean it goes no, they went reverse alphabetical on you. Uh, okay. But it goes on and on and it's it really does seem legitimate and then at the end it offers it says, you know, we could promote the meeting by having our president, the honorable and I'm not even going to say his name just cuz just feels weird to say, uh but it's the president of the Maryland State Bar Association or one of our other many engaging faculty members on your show to discuss their area of expertise. And it's just like Man, you guys can't just be sending these emails out to people because if we – If we in any way and, – and I'm going to quote the email, but like think that your platform would be beneficial <laughs> to your audience, unique set of opportunities <laughs> for attorneys, both invaluable and rare insights into the practice. And it's like what did they listen – or how did they interpret – our like drinking and smoking over the last like nine months i'm wondering what like i have i filled out the metadata for the show which is effectively like the hashtags that it could come up under under a search i'm wondering i mean i put maryland in there but there's none that say law or or anything like that and it also it says like drinking and stories and shit so i don't know why they think this would be a good but but 
all that aside, you and I yeah. are we're not really big pranksters anymore. I think that's those days are behind us. But if we had any ounce of pranking in us, we could very easily write a normal sounding response and try to get one of these faculty members onto the show and just I don't know, fuck with them for until they hung up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If I had, if we had a manager right now, we would probably be in a studio together, uh, because, because we've made it and we're, we're doing what we love. But we would be looking at that manager. That manager would be giving us the thumbs up is like, absolutely fucking, like, fuck with this person. Like, give them a call right now. Yeah. They'd be the third baseman just waving us on through home. Just go, go, go. Yeah. And then we got another email from, what is clearly just a fake spam thing, but it just says, hi, nice to, scare quotes, meet you. The new normal, man. Yeah. Use air quotes to meet people. Ugh. I don't care for that one bit, but then it goes on. I wanted to check whether you would be interested in chiropractor email list, all capitalized. Not not the chiropractor email list, just interested in chiropractor email list. So very much just a, a fill-in-the-blank auto email, but... If you're open to learning more, I'm happy to send over pricing and count details. Looking forward to seeing you if you agree if it's a good fit for you guys. Thanks. Best. The thing where, it, 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 like, the phrase, to see if it's a good fit for you guys, almost makes it sound like they did listen to the show. Because that's very much how we would talk. Like, how you guys doing? Like... That's the person, yeah, that's the, the little, like, the rest of it is auto-generated by some Eastern European robot computer. Yes. And that's that's the one that, like, they were like, no, the, the, this gets them. Watch. Yeah. You end everything with you guys. Yeah. Uh, so do you want, <laughs> uh, I'm interested in the chiropractor email list, because it's bold and all of the, the first letters of the words are capitalized. You know what, dude? It's, Fuck it. Let's let's sign up for the chiropractor email list. Yeah. Well, all right. So I don't like the email address. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that. What is it? I didn't even see. Uh, it's it's the first initial of the person dot their last name dot data email pro at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> that's yeah. All right. We'll mark that as spam. <laughs> And you just heard our first official Road Sodas email maintenance. <laughs> uh, I just can't understand why we don't have a bigger fan base when we have such amazing and creative segments. Look, look. <laughs> people people want us to bring people from the Maryland State Bar Association on. <laughs> and they want to give us a list of chiropractors. Well, their emails, at least. I'm wondering if someone took the email and signed it up for some, like, fucking thing, because, like, some, like, just started entering it in, like, outreach marketing things, like, just as a as a joke. Uh, I hope they didn't. Now they will most assuredly I, I will. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I signed it up for, like, a lot of other shit, but definitely not chiropractors and the Maryland State Bar. Hell yeah. I signed it up for, like... Uh, you know, like sandwich clubs and and loyalty clubs at grocery stores and shit. Fuck yeah! Which is surprising that we're not getting any of those emails. Yeah. Well, I guess I have to use it at those places. Probably. Oh, how do you feel about pro uh like sandwich loyalty programs? Like, what's your favorite one? Do you like the Do you like the punch card? 
I love like a the... love a punch card. Okay. The... And and what's your ideal number? It's ten, right? It's got to be ten. Like you do two weeks of lunch at this place, and then like Monday, you got it. Yeah. My move in Germany at the the donor kebab place near us or near work was every so so there's a you, you'll get this right away but a a donor for those who don't know is sort of thunder. like a he, uh, like a hero it translates Sand- as thunder kebab yeah so because of that so Thursday in German is donor's tag and there's a sandwich there called a donor spelled slightly differently so a lot of places have donor's tag is donor day so they, they they have a sale every thursday basically on these sandwiches that are already notoriously cheap so uh. go in on thursdays and buy several and they'd have a punch card so that i'd end up getting like te- like you know buying 10 and getting the 11th free but the all the 10 that i bought each cost like a euro instead of like two euros so instead of spending 20 dollars and saving two bucks i'd spend 10 and save two bucks and i was really well this was all euros but i was i was really Math. out outwitting the system there nice classic how do you like the did you get red cabbage on those because like you got to keep that shit off of your clothes yeah i'd always like be you know whatever the salad was just just throw it on there but yeah it was really kind of a, uh, especially since it's commonly drunk food yeah you had to be careful with that it's it's your um street food that's not like local it's like yeah. they had an immigrant community of Turkish people that are like just like, dude, you want this? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I do, dude. It's I want so that good. like six liters of water. Yeah, it's so good. But there was also a loyalty card program at the practice space that my current band used before. Right now, we just rent a room with a couple other bands where all the gear is. But before that, we rented this place that did it hourly that had gear in it. So you you had different, various shitty gear that you were never sure what it was going to be. But you didn't have to bring anything with you. Like we'd bring our guitars, but other than that, like you have cables, amps, headers, all that. Yeah, it was all just in there, which was kind of nice because then you didn't have to worry about anything getting stolen or anything. But it, the gear all sucked. But they did have a loyalty card thing, and I think it's because in general. Like not a lot of like actual bands were practicing there regularly. I think I don't think it was kind of like we'll come here and like see like it'll be like you know we're a band looking for a drummer or something like that. You could go like audition somebody without having them have to come over to your spot and scout out all your gear to possibly rob you later. So I think it was kind of used a little more for like jamming and forming of bands. But we were there every week for several years, and so we just kept. I think we were probably some of the only people who actually use that fucking that free card and uh i don't you know I, they did not like us there at all like even slightly so i think that probably had something to do with it if you're allowing everyone to use band equipment like you like nobody you trust nobody and knowing yeah. you guys like you're probably like punctual and like can can fucking pay on time and like I feel like the only gripe that they could have really had against you is maybe like some spilled beer or your frequent use of that loyalty program. Yeah. <laughs> they also just didn't seem to like the fact that a punk band was practicing there because they'd have all these things where they're like, hey, we're going to start like offering uh, free recordings of your of the whole practice. We're going to start offering video sessions yeah, don't of do the that. practices. <laughs> we're we're going to start having uh, 
uh, you know, like live concerts that you can live stream and stuff like that. And we were always like, yeah, we're into that. We're totally into that. We're to-. And then they kept being like, cool, cool, cool. We'll let you know as soon as we start. And then they'd start. And then we'd be like, so are we not on the list? And they're like, you know what? We got all these singer songwriters who are going to do it that are a little more like approachable. They have and it's just, good voices. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically like, like, that's fucking fine, but just don't pretend like anybody can sign up. Like I get that they're trying to market themselves too, but it was just very funny because we knew them all. We knew everybody who worked there. They were all just like a bunch of like shitty fucking kids like we were, but they just very much weren't comfortable with like heavy bands being their most loyal <laughs> customers. <laughs> Nice. So once we got the option to bail, we fucking bailed. Good for you guys. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure you learned a bunch working on like various shitty pieces of equipment. Like, you know? Yeah. Got real When they're just like, nah, we got a house system. And it's like, okay, like I've dealt with a lot. Let's see what you got. This is the first band I've ever done vocals for, so I've never really used a mixing board like frequently to any extent, but I had to do it every week a ton to figure out like how to turn shit on and which cables in the room didn't work. And then and then once that was done, then it was, all right, we have the cheapest bass amp possible. Let's see if we can get it loud enough to compete with the drums. Nice. Yeah. So fuck that place. It knows who yeah. it is. Yeah. Fuck them. Ooh. You'll like this. So the reason that we initially moved out of the spot was they were going to shut down for some renovations. And we kind of just found out that one of our buddies who's in a band had a spot available. So we're like, fuck yeah, we'll just do that. But at the end of the construction, which, of course, this all happened like right before COVID. This was like, I think, November pre-COVID that the place shut down for renovations. So they completed them and reopened during COVID. But it's a practice a, uh, an hourly practice space with like shared microphones. So I don't even know if they like officially opened back up. <sighs> they just had wanted to have an announcement to say they were like done with their renovation. So they literally had a red carpet event in front of the place where it was just the owner and like one really confused looking woman holding a microphone pretending to interview him on like a 10 foot long plot of red carpet that they just put on a San Francisco sidewalk. <laughs> You know what that is? Depressing? No. Oh, well, yes. Very depressing. <laughs> but, like, that's before COVID, they put down the, you know, non-refundable deposit on the red carpet. Red carpet business, still doing business. They're like, look, we don't. We can just drop off the carpet. Like, you can roll it out wherever the fuck you want. We could even roll it out for you if you want. And so that's what happened. <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. like the, the red carpet business, yeah, there aren't too many red carpet events, but like they're still afloat. So there's yeah. non-refundable deposits. The thing about COVID is it's not really doing a lot of damage to flooring. That's kind of still a oh. steady market, I imagine. Yeah. We got to stand. Sometimes we got to stand on red. <laughs> uh, Jimbo. What's up? I'm full of I'm full of chicken and waffles right now. That's that's what's up with me. Well, yeah, I I got a uh, I mean I'd say I'm half full of like country fried steak. Nice and eggs. I was really disappointed to find out we're staying in a neighborhood with no Wawas. I didn't realize Baltimore is not that Wawa heavy. Did not realize. Yeah, well, it's the battleground state. Uh, the Sheets versus Wawa. Yeah. Like yeah, even even Pennsylvania is a a battleground state. I'd say Jersey. 
Wawa. Like they, yeah, they they got it. They appreciate it. They Delaware, they it, but like all Wawa. But like, yeah, the big ones, the the Pennsylvanias and the Marylands, they're they're battlegrounds. The Sheets versus Wawa fight. Well, yeah. Are you close to a Rofo? What's a Rofo? Let's find out. Royal together. Farms. Oh, shit. I've never heard it. I've never heard an acronym like that before. It should be oh, Rofa, but like everybody says Rofo. Um, but like Rofa. they're known for solid chain gas station fried chicken. Their their fried chicken is fucking good as shit, and their commercials starring ah. Elodinata are also really good. You know, honorable mention in my top three commercials, like gotta be that Helodinata. that one where he uh he's holding up a chicken wing in his hand which of course looks comically small since he's gigantic and it was just him going why did the chicken cross the road and then he eats the whole chicken wing in one bite and goes it didn't it didn't yeah <laughs> uh also Helodinata, probably the biggest friend in your friend group if you're friends with Helodinata. <laughs> just like yeah. Six foot ten, three hundred and thirty pound, like all muscle Samoan guy from Utah. Hell yeah! Well, look at this. Where we are just shy of a mile from the Inner Harbor Royal Farms, which since okay. we're since we're going to the aquarium tomorrow, which is in there the Inner go. Harbor, maybe we hit that up. Uh, there's a solid Cadoba in that inner harbor, and then a bunch of like also really nice restaurants if you want to keep with the theme. But gas station fried chicken seems like the right <laughs> juxtaposition for your culinary adventure. Absolutely, yeah. I was kind of looking forward to just grabbing like a fucking Wawa hoagie and you know all all the staples that I normally get at Wawa, and I was like the nearest one was like fucking five miles away, and I'm I'm I. This is absolutely my first trip to Baltimore as an adult. I rarely I've I haven't been to baltimore that many times at any point like a couple of field trips here or there but i'm used to like philly where i you know i would come in from the chinatown buses when i was coming home quite a bit and it's just in you know fly out of there quite a bit it's just in general the closer airport to where we're from and in philly there's a wawa every six inches i mean it's just every shorty length of sub there's another wawa at the end of it and, yeah, is uh, it still Hoagie Fest? It's like, <laughs> no, it ain't even started yet. It ended like six months ago. <laughs> oh yeah, you got that specials on. If I get a shorty and a Coke, is that still four ninety nine or is that five ninety nine? And you got any of them jalapeno cream cheese soft pretzels? Oh, sorry, is it jalapeno cheddar cheese? What's the cream cheese one? That's the sweet one. Can I get one of the? They're uh, on the other side of the counter. All right, thank you, ma'am. Uh, so the last time I tried to buy fried chicken at a Royal Farms in Baltimore, this is a good story. Actually, the groom uh, <laughs> of the bachelor party was there for this one, and uh, nice and and friend of the pod, and and haven't even asked him, but like probably definitely fine <laughs> with me saying his name, Rob Houston, <laughs> like one of my probably the greatest roommate I had in college. Uh, <laughs> it was probably 2013 or 2014. We went down for like an O's game and, and something else. Uh, uh, the groom and I had, had gone down to South Jersey to visit his uh, ex-girlfriend's like parents' house and move some shit out. I think, I, I think he was living down in Jersey for, for whatever reason. But like, then we ended up going down to Baltimore to catch uh, uh Orioles game. And you know, if, if I'm going to Baltimore, I, I hit up one man, it's Rob Houston. And like, Sure enough, I think the game goes long 
or maybe we went to we stayed at his place one of the nights it might have been after the game it might have been before but like either way it's pretty late at night on one of the nights and not too late like after midnight gas stations are still open the they're still fucking doing business so like the bars are still open it it was pre-covid time so it was a good time hell yeah and there's a royal farms that's like i don't know a mile you know about that rob works in a bar you know he works late all the time drinks heavily from like 2 a.m to to 5 6 7 in the morning all the time so like He's he's always he's always the one like driving after midnight in these situations because like usually he hasn't had any drinks, but we go to Royal Farms and they have like a full tray of chicken in the heater, and we're just like we want we want like a fucking bag of that like fucking like fill it up, and the guy's like I can't sell that to you it's too old and we were like wait really really. Like, the, take it out of the fucking tray. Like, throw it yeah. in the garbage because, like, you're just tempting me right now. Like, we're three well-to-do white kids, so, like, we're really not going to do anything at this Royal Farms in Baltimore. But, like, don't like, don't keep this up, basically. And then we bought I, – I don't even know if we bought anything else. We Rob was just like, there's a McDonald's on the next block. It's fine, guys. And we were like, okay. Like, we're drunk enough, like, Hell it's yeah. food. Yeah. But after we had walked out, there was a police officer who went into that Royal Farms, and we saw the same interaction happen. He was pointing at the chicken, <laughs> and the guy was, like, not giving it to him. <laughs> I thought I was going to see that man get shot. Like, I thought I was going to see, like, the, the hand on the gun and, like, the, the arm for it. Like, sir, sir. <laughs> Sir, stop, stop resisting my my stop. hunger. You have a shitload of Royal Farms chicken that I've been fucking craving all fucking day, and you're telling me I can't have it, but you're keeping it in the glass case under the fucking heat lamp. So that was uh, that was the last time I tried hell to, yeah. to buy chicken from a Royal Farms in in Baltimore. But that was why I mentioned it. Maybe you can. Maybe you'll have better luck. We'll get a full report because we still got a whole other half of the trip for the next episode. So good. Well, not necessarily. I mean, we could record another one like just after this. I mean, we probably will. Yeah, we probably will. <laughs> uh, uh, do we even cover the third email? No, we did not. It's quite okay. long, but I'm I'd be, I'm happy to get into it. I got no. Uh... No, no, no. I mean, we're already past the holiday. Honestly, we can bring this up in like a year or eleven months and some change, like next Easter. Uh oh. Uh oh, Jimbo. Let's see. I lost him. I hope he's still recording. Bernard, I believe oh. I have you back now. I'm back. Right. Were you? Were you? Were you okay. recording the whole time? Excellent. Yeah, then we should be good. Yeah, uh, the the hotel apparently makes you re-log in every hour, I guess. Ah, so you son of good. a bitch. Nice. Luckily, the internet is also bad. So it's both bad and unstable. And Quite honestly, who are you, fucking Edward Snowden? Like, you shouldn't be spending your time in a hotel room, like, using more than an hour of internet at a time. I'm sitting on the floor with one of those, like, what are those benches that go at the end of beds called? 
Like, is it just a bench? Do they have another term? Yeah, foot bench. I don't know. Let's go with foot bench. And what I'm the used- hell is a credenza? I don't know what that is. <laughs> What's well, a Chesterfield anyway? <laughs> but I've got one of those as my table, and uh, I'm just kind of snuggled up to it, sitting on the floor like a, like an adult with my back against an overstuffed chair using a different computer. Yeah, you're no doing this one Jimbo style. Yeah, and I'm holding the mic with in my actual hand instead of the mic stand. So this is this is a everything's everything about this is new and exciting. There you go. Got to get out of your comfort zone, man. <clears throat> Sit on the floor once in a while. Hell get yeah. down well, on that we're, dog's we're, oh, level. We were talking about the third email, but yeah, we'll get to that next time because that's that's got some fun bits of tid in it that I think we should explore. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know. Uh, so you sure about the chiropractic list? About not doing it? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Do you want do you I want mean, to search seek out chiropractors? Because clearly somebody out there thinks we're interested in chiropractors. I mean my back like it clicks every now and then, but I think that's just like long term dehydration. I don't think that's anything to worry about. You're sitting on the floor though, and I mean I know <laughs> you know somebody that has worse back problems than you, but like <laughs> sitting on the floor yeah, for more than I an mean, hour in a hotel room. Let's see. Let's have the fans write in. If you want us to start responding to these fucking dum-dums with our real info, if that sounds fun to you, let us know at roadsodaspod at gmail.com, which is where everyone seems to be uh, offering us high-level interviews with people from uh, various important governing bodies of the state of Maryland, a state where neither of us reside, but both have currently been in. Not currently, recently. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you're currently in. There it is. I am currently in it. Yeah. I am so in it right now. Nice. Well. And uh, my wife is taking a nap right over there. So I think I might keep this episode a little bit short so that, uh, you know, she can get some better I'll some better sleep. Tell you what, I'll do all it, the yelling. Would... You just You just whisper to me what you want me to yell, and I'll do my best impression of you yelling it. Oh sweet! Do uh do do all the plugs about uh the Instagram and stuff. So Road Soda fans, you can find us on Instagram <laughs> at Road Soda Spod. It's Road Soda Spod, not Road Soda's Pod. And if you want to send an email, or or if you're from another state's bar association, I mean, we talk about Pennsylvania all the time. We talk about Delaware. We talk about New Jersey. <laughs> So if you're from any of those states, Bar Association, please send us an email at roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Oh, that was a rock solid Ben impression, my man. <laughs> I, you know, I don't have the, uh, my, my tone's a little more tenor than yours, so it's, it's hard for me to get down there. Do you remember when Eric Lyons used to do impressions of just everybody he worked with but including you and me his only one of you was word word like that that was all he could do because you said word not a lot but like you said it and it's like yeah i've heard him say word okay word (laughs) yeah different times Uh, it's i know but uh, yeah, th- thank everybody for listening, and and see if you can get any of them to uh, recommend it to a friend. Oh yeah, uh, sorry, I I have not been recommending this to friends. Uh, no, <laughs> thank you everybody. 
please for listening and supporting us over these 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 difficult new and challenging times i know this new normal is strange especially with ben sitting on the fucking floor in his hotel room but like if you could recommend it to a friend somebody who you think would enjoy us or hate us enough to you know send send us some sort of review so that we could talk about it because we need material we are starved i mean like dude uh, my dad's filled at least like 40 hours for us so far uh well so we do have a bunch of stories we can we can talk about coming coming out but i th- I think we are going to do that i also have an idea i'm going to run past you off mic about a recurring speed racer series on based on the movie um but i'm wondering if the listeners will have the longevity to listen to it in an ideal world it would be patreon content but let's be honest we're not ready for that yet so <laughs> We need to wait for our listenership to, I don't know, multiply by 10. (laughs) I've seen who's on Patreon. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You got any any parting words for us there, Jimbo? (laughs) Asked and answered. Oh, sorry. I was a little little early on that. (laughs) No, no, we'll blame it on the lag. It kind of worked out on my end. Nailed it. I'll fix it in post. All right, great. And as we say every week. Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.